0: Hello, friend. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. This is Pastor Pitts Evans. On this podcast, we read and discuss one chapter of God's Word per episode. Let's go now to the Bible and see what the Lord has for us today. Acts chapter 13. Now, in the church at Antioch, there were prophets and teachers. Barnabas, Simon, called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Manan, who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. So after they had fasted and prayed, they placed their hands on them and sent them off. The two of them, sent on their way by the Holy Spirit, went down to Seleucia and sailed from there to Cyprus. When they arrived at Salamis, They proclaimed the Word of God in the Jewish synagogues. John was with them as their helper. They traveled through the whole island until they came to Paphos, where they met a Jewish sorcerer and false prophet who was named Bar Jesus, who was an attendant of the proconsul Sergius Paulus. The proconsul, an intelligent man, sent for Barnabas and Saul because he wanted to hear the Word of God. But Eliamus the sorcerer, for that is what his name means, opposed them and tried to turn the proconsul from the faith. Then Saul, who was also called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked straight at Eliamas and said, You are a child of the devil and an enemy of everything that is right. You are full of all kinds of deceit and trickery. Will you never stop perverting the right ways of the Lord? Now, the hand of the Lord is against you. You are going to be blind for a time, not even able to see the light of the sun. Immediately, mist and darkness came over him, and he groped about, seeking someone to lead him by the hand. When the proconsul saw what had happened, he believed, for he was amazed at the teaching about the Lord Jesus. From Papos, Paul and his companions sailed to Perga in Pamphylia, where John left them to return to Jerusalem. From Perga, they went on to Presidian Antioch, On the Sabbath, they entered the synagogue and sat down. After reading from the law and the prophets, the leaders of the synagogue sent word to them, saying, Brothers, if you have a word of exhortation for the people, please speak. Standing up, Paul motioned with his hand and said, Fellow Israelites and you Gentiles who worship God, listen to me. The God of the people of Israel chose our ancestors— He made the people prosper during their stay in Egypt. With mighty power, He led them out of that country. For about forty years, He endured their conduct in the wilderness, and He overthrew seven nations in Canaan, giving their land to His people as their inheritance. All this took about 450 years. After this, God gave them judges until the time of Samuel the prophet. Then the people asked for a king and he gave them Saul, son of Kish, of the tribe of Benjamin, who ruled for forty years. After removing Saul, he made David their king. God testified concerning him, I have found David, son of Jesse, a man after my own heart. He will do everything I want him to do. From this man's descendants, God has brought to Israel the Savior, Jesus, as promised. Before the coming of Jesus— John preached repentance and baptism to all the people of Israel. As John was completing his work, he said, "'Who do you suppose I am? I am not the one you are looking for, but there is one coming after me whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. Fellow children of Abraham and you God-fearing Gentiles, it is to us that this message of salvation has been sent. The people of Jerusalem and their rulers did not recognize Jesus, yet in condemning him— they fulfilled the words of the prophets that are read every Sabbath. Though they found no proper ground for a death sentence, they asked Pilate to have him executed. When they had carried out all that was written about him, they took him down from the cross and laid him in a tomb. But God raised him from the dead, and for many days he was seen by those who had traveled with him from Galilee to Jerusalem. They are now his witnesses to our people. We tell you the good news— What God promised our ancestors, He has fulfilled for us, their children, by raising up Jesus. As it is written in the second Psalm, You are my son, today I have become your father. God raised him from the dead so that he will never be subject to decay. As God has said, I will give you the holy and sure blessings promised to David. And so, it is also stated elsewhere, you will not let your Holy One see decay. Now, when David had served God's purpose in his own generation, he fell asleep. He was buried with his ancestors, and his body decayed. But the one whom God raised from the dead did not see decay. Therefore, my friends, I want you to know that through Jesus, the forgiveness of sin is being proclaimed to you. Through Him, Everyone who believes is set free from every sin, a justification you were not able to obtain under the law of Moses. Take care that what the prophets have said does not happen to you. Look, you scoffers, wonder and perish, for I'm going to do something in your days that you would never believe, even if someone told you. As Paul and Barnabas were leaving the synagogue, the people invited them to speak further about these things on the next Sabbath. When the congregation was dismissed, many of the Jews and devout converts to Judaism followed Paul and Barnabas, who talked with them and urged them to continue in the grace of God. On the next Sabbath, almost the whole city gathered to hear the word of the Lord. When the Jews saw the crowd, they were filled with jealousy. They began to contradict what Paul was saying and heaped abuse on him. Then Paul and Barnabas answered them boldly, We had to speak the word of God to you first, since you reject it and do not consider yourselves worthy of eternal life. We now turn to the Gentiles, for this is what the Lord has commanded us. I have made you a light for the Gentiles, that you may bring salvation to the ends of the earth. When the Gentiles heard this, they were glad and honored the word of the Lord, and all who were appointed for eternal life believed. The word of the Lord spread through the whole region. But the Jewish leaders incited the God-fearing women of high standing and the leading men of the city. They stirred up persecution against Paul and Barnabas and expelled them from their region. So they shook the dust off their feet as a warning to them and went to Iconium. And the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. We learn that in Antioch there were prophets and teachers. Specifically, verse 1 says... In Antioch, there were prophets and teachers. And then they named the prophets and teachers Barnabas, Simeon, Lucius, Manaen, and Saul. So apparently Barnabas and Saul were considered prophets or teachers or both. We don't know, but they're included in this list. And then the Holy Spirit makes a demand that Paul and Barnabas or Saul and Barnabas go to a mission that he was setting them apart for. While they were worshiping, Reading from verse 2, the Holy Spirit said, notice the Holy Spirit is speaking for himself, set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. So friend, maybe you've gotten the idea the Holy Spirit is just the messenger boy for the Father and for Jesus, the Son of God, but he's God himself as well. And so the scripture here tells us in the text that Barnabas and Saul were called by the Holy Spirit for work that he had for them to do. So after they received this word from the Lord, they fasted and prayed and they laid their hands on Barnabas and Saul. This pattern of the laying on of hands for uh, the impartation of the Spirit of God uh, when someone is being called or set aside for a work became church tradition and was passed down to them. But it existed in Judaism prior to the coming of Jesus Christ. The concept of the laying on of hands is biblical, both old covenant and new. And it's symbolic of impartation of the Spirit of God, empowering to do the work the Holy Spirit is calling them to do. But this setting them apart, they were being set apart as a team for what became known as the first missionary journey. And so the Holy Spirit sent them on their way, and John Mark was with them as their helper. This was the first um, listed extended missions trip. Now, I just want to step aside from the text for a moment. Acts chapter 13 through most of Acts chapter 14 contain the first missionary journey. Sometimes it's referred to as the first missionary journey of Paul. But in point of fact, this first journey included Barnabas and John Mark as well. It's generally believed that this journey took place between 46 and 48 AD. And um, uh, Barnabas and Paul had no problems. But apparently there was some issue that came up with John Mark And we read in verse 13 that he returned to Jerusalem. This left a bad taste in Paul's mouth, and we'll read later that he had some issues with John Mark. We also will read later in the New Testament that John Mark was the first cousin to Barnabas. And so um, maybe that's why he was brought along to begin with. But John Mark went back, and Barnabas and Paul continued. And the pattern of their missionary journey was whenever they went and proclaimed the Word of God, they did it first In the Jewish synagogues if they were received. Several times in this chapter it's mentioned that they proclaimed the Word of God in the Jewish synagogues. In verse 45 specifically, in verse 42 the synagogue is mentioned. It says that um, uh, they preached on the Sabbath when the Jews would have been gathered. And so when the congregation was uh, dismissed from one of these Sabbath gatherings, many uh, Jews and devout converts to Judaism were interested in the gospel. And so the following week they had another meeting. Now this time, the Jews who did not receive the message were jealous at the huge crowd that had gathered to hear what Paul and Barnabas were saying about Jesus. And so they, they fussed and, and uh, tried to thwart the gospel message. And Paul boldly stood up along with Barnabas in verse 46. And they said, we had to speak the word of God to you first. Since you reject it and do not consider yourselves worthy of eternal life, we now turn to the Gentiles. And so they, as was their pattern, in every city, they would take the gospel to the Jew first. If the Jews received the word of God, they would continue on in the synagogues. If the Jewish synagogue rejected the word of God, they would just move into the Gentile areas of the city, continuing to bring forth the good news of the gospel. Lord, we thank you that you sent your Holy Spirit to lead Paul and Barnabas and John Mark on this first missionary journey. We thank you, Lord, that we're still led by your Holy Spirit. We thank you that Jesus said, go into the whole world. And these men did, Lord. May we as well go into the world and preach the good news of Jesus Christ to Jew and Gentile alike. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.